Section 99 of Word Portraits of Famous Writers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Greg Giordano. Word Portraits of Famous Writers. Edited by Mabel E. Watton. Robert Saute, seventeen seventy four to eighteen forty three. From Froude's Carlyle. A man towards well up in the fifties, hair gray, not yet hoary, well setting off his fine, clear brown complexion, head and face both smallish, as indeed the figure was while seated, features finely cut, eyes, brow, mouth, good in their kind, expressive all, and even vehemently so, by betokening rather keenness than depth, either of intellect or character a serious, human, honest, but sharp, a most fierce-looking thin man, with very much of the militant in his aspect. In the eyes especially was visible a mixture of sorrow and of anger, or of angry contempt, as if his indignant fight with the world had not yet ended in victory, but also never should in defeat. From Sauté's Life and Correspondence the personal appearance and demeanor of Saute at this time, he was then aged sixty-two, was striking and peculiar. The only thing in art which brings him exactly before me is the monument by Lowe, the sculptor, like many other young men of the time, who had read Byron with great admiration. I had imbibed rather a prejudice against the laureate. This was weakened by his appearance and wholly removed by his frank conversation. He was calm, mild, and gentlemanly, full of quiet, subdued humor, the reverse of aesthetic in his manner, speech, or actions. His bearing was rather that of a scholar than that of a man much accustomed to mingle in general society. In any place, Saute would have been pointed at as a noticeable man, he was tall, slight, and well-made. His features were striking, and Byron truly described him as with a hook nose and a hawk's eye. Certainly his eyes were peculiar, at once keen and mild. The brow was rather high than square, and the lines well-defined. His hair was tinged with gray, but his head was as well covered with it, wavy and flowing, as it could have been in youth. He by no means looked his age. Simple habits, pure thoughts, the quietude of a happy hearth, the friendship of the wise and good, the self-consciousness of acting for the best purposes, a separation from the personal irritations which men of letters are so often subjected to in the world, and health, which to that time had been so generally unbroken, had kept Saute from many of the cares of life, and their usually harrowing effect on mind and body. It is one of my most pleasant recollections that I enjoyed his friendship and regard. 1836 From 
s c hall's memories of great men his height was five feet eleven inches his forehead was very broad his complexion rather dark the eyebrows large and arched the eye well shaped and dark brown the mouth somewhat prominent muscular and very variously expressive the chin small in proportion to the upper features of the face so writes his son who adds that many thought him a handsomer man in age than in youth when his hair had become white continuing abundant and flowing in thick curls over his brow byron who saw him but twice once at holland house and once at one of roger's breakfasts said to have that man's head and shoulders i would almost have written his sapphics that was in eighteen thirteen when saute was in his prime end of section ninety nine recording by greg giordano newport ritchie florida